0: Welcome to the Leadership Mindset Podcast with me, Tony Brooks, where we look to revolutionise your leadership mindset by changing how you think and see your world, enabling you to do the right things and grow significantly as a leader. Hi, I'm Tony Brooks and welcome back to the Leadership Mindset Think He Do Podcast. It's been a number of months actually uh, since I the last podcast went out obviously we went into if anybody's listening to this in the future we went into quite a serious situation with the coronavirus pandemic a lot of the interviews had lined up uh, were put on ice and put the podcast series on ice for a while um, but really excited to be back now which is almost what you could call a second series I'm going to be doing some individual podcasts to start off. And obviously, as the situation improves, I've got a number of people lined up with some really interesting interviews to look at. But what I wanted to focus on on this particular podcast episode was giving you some thoughts and advice on both keeping a resilient mindset, but also a resilient business and, and the two are definitely connected if you're um, an SME business owner out there or a leader within an SME organisation or a leader in general then uh, your mindset is your foundation starting point really before you even start thinking about building resilience in your business in your team it's going to need you to be able to do that now most of us are way too busy just doing the do being reactive and this is probably heightened over what's been a very pressurized time really i think for a lot of us we probably became a little bit too and you have got to be agile and and i'll come to that later on you've got to be agile you've got to be able to move quickly with the times but it is important for us all to be able to stand back and both look at what we're doing in terms of our own behaviors for ourselves as individuals but then the way that we're. Leading uh, businesses that we are own, or we're leaders within. And I think there's a great quote from Latsu, which is, "Mastering others is strength. Mastering yourself is true power." And I think that is where um, where the where the true power comes from. And it's why I'm going to focus on resilient mindset first. I think we've all know that analogy that if you're on a plane, not that many of us are flying these days that you and if ever there was an incident you're always told to put your own oxygen mask on first before you help other people around you and i think that's a really good analogy for you in business as well i think it's important that you put your mask on first before you start thinking about how you're going to help others how you're going to help the business so for this podcast episode, I wanted to start off with five areas in terms of developing and maintaining a resilient mindset, and then go on to five areas in terms of developing and maintaining a resilient business. And during the coronavirus crisis when it started, I, I did, I went through a period of I think it was something like two to three months where I did a, a video on resilient mindset every day, which was very popular and um, I'm very active on LinkedIn while I've been quiet on the podcast series the last six months very active on LinkedIn so always check out um, if you want some sort of regular tips advice help always connect with me on on LinkedIn and uh, you can check out what I'm up to every day on that as well as other people obviously are posting very useful stuff on LinkedIn I found it a, a really great resource over the last six months myself so starting off then I think the first thing, and probably in a way that the foundation piece in terms of resilient mindset, is looking at your habits and routines. And I've covered this in a previous podcast, and I'll definitely be looking at it again as we turn the year because I think it's a good time to do that. But looking at your habits and, and routine, because what you may well find is a lot of the good habits, a lot of good routine you had in place before the crisis here, as potentially gone by the wayside and that can be personally and professionally and i've really referred to this concept before but i really like the idea of looking at what are your life boys and what are your sharks now the life boys are those regular habits that you know will keep you in a good place the sharks are the things that can sneak in and can take you down and i'll give you a couple of really quick personal examples of this i'm a, a very keen swimmer and Going swimming three t- times a week is um, really good for my physical well-being but it's also good for my psychological well-being and my resilience personally. Now unfortunately all the swimming pools closed and I've had to find other things. I've, I've been doing a daily exercise routine at home but it's been great actually. The last We're now in September 2020. The, the last few weeks I've started going swimming again and I found that really useful start to get back into that i need to build up my strength obviously but um it's been a really great habit to restart but one of my shocks for sure is spending too much time watching the news and i found i've um i got hooked into that and during all of this which i'm sure a lot of us have but i decided to disengage from watching the news i was watching the news maybe twice a day something i know historically is not the best thing for me but it just seemed to be something i was almost uh compelled to do um during the sort of two to three months when all this sort of started off but i've disengaged that i do check in on the bbc news app and just have a look what's going on but actually in a general sense I'm um, disconnecting from the news because I know that's one of my sharks. So for you, it's a really good time to reflect on what are your life, boys? What are your sharks? What are those really good habits for you? For me, again, regular reading good. Exercise, some Tai Chi. There are lots of things I, that I've got into my routine, which I've come back with and lost their way a little bit. But what is it for you? And then what are your sharks? What do you you know is not good for you? And again, another one for me is, and a lot of people have talked about this actually, is probably a bit too much alcohol sneaked in, particularly during the the nice summer months. And uh, I took a, I took a grip on that. I like an occasional drink, but also through September, I've decided to do dry September. I know dry is typical, but I've done that. So again, we know the, the things that are going to impact on us negatively. We know instinctively, so get in control on those. It's also part, important as part of your habits and routines that you look at what you're programming your mind with on a regular basis. And I'll say, for me, uh, some interesting reading, good. Uh, too much news, too much social media, not so good. So it's good to take um, take stock of all of that. The second um, part, I said I was going to give you five sort of thoughts around developing a resilient mindset. So, moving on from habits and routines, second piece for me is about observing and choosing your thinking. Now, the thing is, we have thousands and thousands of thoughts every day. We're continually thinking. In fact, it's said. By, well, I've seen a lot of research that says we have around about 5,000 thoughts uh, a day. And often they can be repetitive, negative, doubtful. So we need to be mindful of that. In fact, there is an expression I use called ants for um, much of our thinking, which is automatic negative thinking. And it is, I think, if you allow it, your mind, because it's very survival orientated and particularly, during what being going going through your mind will be looking for problems things going wrong where you your own weaknesses where you're vulnerable all of those kind of things and i think if you allow that to be too unconscious then that can be quite detrimental in fact can be very detrimental for us and become quite serious so the the most amazing thing that i have picked up on over the years in fact probably triggered not so much by my psychological studies over the years my academic psychological studies but one of the key turning points for me was reading a book by Eckhart Tolle called New Earth about gosh must be getting on for eight years ago I think now but in that book it really was this concept of us being uh, the watcher being the observer of our thoughts because we are the only species that can actually observe our own thinking rather than get engulfed in it. So observing your thinking and then realising that you have a choice, you have some control over it. So when your mind is going down certain paths, you can pull yourself out of it. You can start to make conscious decisions. And that word's important because it means that you need to be much more conscious and much more aware of where your thinking's going so you can self-coach yourself and bring yourself out of that. And a lot of that as well is keeping an eye on the kind of language that you're using, because like I said, a lot of our language can be doubtful, can be negative. So if you quickly flip that and pick yourself up when you're being quite negative and destructive about yourself or doubtful about yourself, you can flip your language around and start to self-coach yourself in, in positive ways. I admit, easier said than done, but you need to get on that path and that I that starts with being conscious and it starts with having an intention to coach yourself and know that you can make choices in the way that you're thinking and take yourself down much more helpful paths. Third piece in terms of a developing and maintaining a resilient mindset is looking at your purpose. Now often we'll look at purpose in relation to business and that is important uh, but for me here it's more focusing on your own personal purpose what is going to keep you going keep you pushing forwards keep you getting out of bed every day keep you pushing forwards when business is challenging I've, i've seen and worked with a number of people over the last six months who on occasions and through periods of time have been having really really tough times and there are no doubt you know many tough times ahead so what's going to drive you through that and that's more about your personal purpose is it is it about for me very much you know is it about your family is it about the desire to have a good quality life, to look after yourself, to make sure that you're robust for the future and you're financially secure for the future, all those kind of things. So what is going to be the deeper why, the deeper meaning, the purpose that will push you forwards when things get tough, as they as they do, and they, they will do more more than ever at the moment? But it is focusing on that. And um, I say, obviously, the, a business purpose, I know we talk very often about what is the purpose of a business, your business, if it is yours, if you're the only of the SME business. But focusing on your personal purpose as well will be the thing that in a, in a personal way will keep you resilient, keep you moving forwards. So fourth thing in terms of developing, maintaining a resilient mindset is And it derives actually from an interesting quote by psychologist Alfred Korzybinski. And it is that the map is not the territory. And here's the thing. What that means for me is that we all have a territory in front of us, but we create our own maps. We create our own individual perspectives on what is going on in front of us. We could all be together and experience a particular event And if you asked us all the next day we would probably have different interpretations of it and we actually the way that we think our beliefs and all those kind of things that we filter life through drive how we see the world and then in my think see do model which I often talk about that means that how we think shifts our perceptions and shifts our perspectives of of our own world and it means that we do things in a particular way so actually doing some work on that and, believe you know, realizing that we can shift our perspectives on our on our world in front of us, on the world around us, then we, we can do things differently, we can do things more effectively. And for me, this is part of building a more optimistic outlook. It also links into the work of psychologist Carol Dweck, who many of you may have heard of, who came up with a concept of growth mindset. And this is the difference between having a fixed mindset or a growth mindset now how do you see and approach your world yourself do you do that from a place of fixed mindset which is that your skills are static you're not great at taking feedback on mistakes are should be avoided setbacks are you know blockers or do you come at come up at your life that you, you come at your experiences with a growth mindset that says that you will always be improving and able to improve and develop your skills, that the setbacks you experience are things to reflect on and learn from, mistakes also similarly. And I think that's a great model and I think the more we can nurture a growth mindset in terms of the way we see ourselves particularly, the better really. And, And continuing on this theme of how we see our world and shifting that, as I said also, I think it's about becoming more optimistic and one of the habits we're going back to habits again but one of the habits I've had and maintained over what must be about eight years now is every day I journal and a journal particularly about what were the good things about the day even if it was a tough day even if it was a bad day dig and find some things that were good about the day and I record that and that is because our default position A default psychology, often from a survival place, will be to look for the problems, the things that went wrong, the things that could go wrong. And that can make you more pessimistic in nature. But if you start to program your mind more to see the good that's happening all the time, and say that's what I've done religiously over sort of about eight years now, then I think just that simple habit has helped me become a more optimistic person. So whatever form that takes for you, I mean, I would definitely definitely recommend that, but it might be you just want to journal in a more um, free, freehand way, rather than having the five things. It might just be you want to journal every day. But I think taking some time out to reflect on achievements, things that are going well, the positivity around you, the things that are good in your life will help you enormously in terms of the way you're filtering life. Final piece and our final thought for you uh, the fifth one uh, of just looking at resilient mindset in this podcast today is how important it is for you to have some quality downtime for your own personal resilience and the thing that concerns me a lot at the moment is because I think we've we've been unable to take our holidays abroad and even holidays in this country have been difficult so I think people have resorted to not really taking much time out And I think also because people are working from home now, they are potentially getting used to that and working longer hours. So picking up emails late in the evening over the weekend. And I think it's really important for us to be able to recharge our batteries. And that's whether that be weekends. I've always said, actually, uh, since I started my business, I've always advised other people who are running their own businesses, don't do seven-day weeks. Even if you feel you must do some work at the weekend. I, I do... Um, very often do a bit of admin work on a Sunday morning, but have at least one day out and then even more importantly Have some time out if you can't get away. It doesn't matter have some time out where you completely disengage from work from the business from your leadership role and Have some time in the garden going out for walks whatever it might be reading watching a movie doing things with your family having some quality time with your family but to build your resilience means you need to take time out. You need to be kindly to yourself and allow yourself that time to recharge your batteries. So I trust those five things have been a useful starting point in terms of thinking about how you develop more resilience uh, from a personal point of view and, and de- develop a resilient mindset. Let's turn now to five thoughts around how you develop a more resilient business. a more resilient team or whatever it might be or be part of a more resilient business the first one is you need to have clarity in terms of where you're going now when i've worked with coaching clients over the years i typically look at sort of three year one year three month 90 day sort of periods really with what's been going on at the moment i think three year planning has probably become a little redundant i think we need to bring things shorter term and so looking at maybe a year six months three months is more important certainly my focus in terms of my business has become shorter in terms of time duration and where i'm helping other people as well but that doesn't stop the need for direction the 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 amount of uncertainty around at the minute doesn't mean that you shouldn't have clarity of direction especially um during sort of 90 day periods now i i think that it's good to have that long term view maybe the long-term view is now more like around the next 12 months but what do you want to achieve where do you want to be in 12 months where do you want to be in terms of your people where do you want to be financially do you need to revamp your products and services and change direction all of those pieces need to be looked at and then you bring it back down to 90 days but then you drill that 90 days down into week by week day by day so everything's connected up and you're constantly checking back in on that longer-term picture so you make sure your actions and the actions of the people within your team, within your organisation, are lined up with that and everyone's going in the right direction. Now things are going to change uh, more speedily uh, during the whole of this and I say you need to take that into consideration but it doesn't stop the need and the importance for having a clear idea of where you're going even though that may well be adapted over time. Second thought for you in terms of a resilient business is looking at cash flow, investments, expenses. Now, if you haven't done this in the past, then it may leave, have left you a little bit exposed, but I was always advised to have at least three to six months in the coffers to be able to support me through difficult times in my business account. And that held me in good stead when some problems started to hit sort of around March time this year so we need to make sure that we're financially stable and certainly some of the clients i've been working with over the past few months we've kept a really really close eye on where the financials are and making sure the business is secure so that's going to be your starting point really is making sure that you're getting as much cash in as you can and also that you're being sensible in terms of the expenditure in the business but we also need to be cautious with that because i think one of the mistakes in recessions in the past has been that businesses have cut um, outgoings too much because they treat them all as expenses when actually some of them are very clearly investments. So the money that we spend on investing in our people, investing in marketing, they are important. And we need to be really careful of going on a major cost-cutting exercise at the detriment of our longer-term success. So it's a big balancing act, isn't it? It's about maintaining financial stability making sure the cash flow is good but they're not getting too harsh in terms of strategic review of finances and cutting what are necessary investments so so that's an important one going on to the third area in terms of resilient business that is about uh, growth and agility so yes, we do need to be really uh, careful with the, the financials and a financial management of the business. But we need to be getting out there still, looking for opportunities. I think that there can almost be a bunker mentality where we just bunker down and we think we'll just get you know look to get through this. But I personally have been winning new pieces of business um, through this. And i think you've got to keep that outward focus you've got to keep nurturing opportunities along and um, some of the opportunities that may have gone quiet when the extreme situations hit as things are calming down they may be back on the table for you but also you need to be looking at how you're positioning your products and services and making sure that they're in the best place that you can go out to market and you can generate opportunities and um, that needs you to be agile as well because the market can be changing around and you need to be agile in making the right decisions you know day by day week by week really and I said that could be the product or services that you've had before might need putting on ice or closing down because it's not really relevant for the current time might need mean you need to introduce new products and services to adapt to the market as it is now and the and the current situation but that continual focus on what are you going to do to grow? Um, I, I mean, one of my business in particular leaps to mind where they've actually gone out and recruited four or looking to recruit four new people, which is brave. But I have a lot of respect for it because it's part of their growth strategy and they're not losing sight of that even through these difficult times. So the fourth. Um, thought for you with regards to um, moving forwards as a resilient business is the fact you have got to make some decisions over this period of time you've got to act and you've got to be prepared to make some mistakes so again don't get frozen by this you will need me to make decisions and you need to make those decisions based on as much intelligence experience as you have and I also think it's important to make those decisions when you're calm, when you've had some input from others, and maybe others outside of your business as well, not just talking it through with other managers in the business or other people in the business, but actually looking for some outside perspective on this. And again, I've coached a number of SME business owners, leaders uh, in terms of not making certain knee-jerk reactions or decisions and we need to be mindful of that. Although we've got to be more agile and speedy with our decision-making, we also need to be really careful of knee-jerking and making bad decisions as well. So if you're about to make a decision and it isn't critical to make it right there and then, it may well be you can defer it and just hold for a moment. As I say, wait for a slightly more calm position. Wait till you get more uh, in intelligence or opinions from others and then make the decision. There are certainly some decisions that came to my mind during the last six months and I decided to part them Um, and it might mean that they've not stopped forever Um, and I think that's the thing with decisions, isn't it? Sometimes we think it's completely black or white, we're either doing it or we're not doing it. But I've said to a few people, maybe it's right to not do it for now. But other decisions we need to make, we need to move forwards and we need to realise again that we can still change paths. So if we try something, we make a mistake, it doesn't work, we can still alter our path. But as leaders, we've got to be more prepared than ever to make some bold decisions and to move forwards. So final thought for this podcast, the fifth thought tip in terms of developing a resilient business, and the 10th tip overall as we've gone across the whole podcast and that is about the importance of staying connected and that really applies to developing personal resilience resilient mindset but it also very much applies to developing a resilient business we need to appreciate that with a lot more remote working going on people working in isolation more that it is important for us all to stay connected particularly if you are the owner of a business or a leader it's making sure you're staying connected to your team and that means having them more effective uh, check-ins with your people spending time with your people not just giving them a call saying everything okay and when they say it is just leaving them to it um, what are the leaders I work with I thought it was a good idea I actually recently did a tour around people's homes because they were working remotely and just had a bit of time from the drive chatting with them and seeing everything if everything's working okay for them what challenges they've got what problems they've got but also just giving him that giving them that chance to have a bit of human connection i think we've probably haven't all appreciated the longer-term downside so much of all of this remote work and I think a lot of people are embracing the fact they can work from home and not having to do the big commute anymore and a few of those things but there's also the, the impact on us from a human sense really in terms of what it's all going to mean as we're having less and less connection with our team members with our bosses and obviously if we're bringing new people into a business then we've got to have some we've got to work out how we're going to do that in terms of connecting people up as well. And it might mean that it's, you know, if you can, having some time socially with your people, if you can meet up physically, obviously that's getting more difficult, but even just doing something online, having a bit of fun together and making sure there's that human connection, both for you as a leader, but also for your people, and I think also encouraging your people to connect with each other and have time with each other. So in a way it's probably a time to communicate even more than normal to have more regular team meetings to communicate what's going on people are going to be very uncertain so they they want to be informed regularly so stay connected yourself you know maybe for you if you're a leader listening to this it might be that you need to make sure that you're touching base and catching up with some friends or colleagues or peers in the industry Just to have, again, that human connection and also get some opinions from other people. But make sure you're doing that with the people in your business. Make sure your people are connecting with each other as well. And making sure that 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 fundamental thing we all need as human beings, that human connection, is going to happen even if it has to happen in different forms. So that brings me to the end of my what well, i guess we're going to call my first podcaster series two of leadership mindset things. they do we're in september 2020 now so it's really been about seven months since the coronavirus situation started to hit more significantly in six months since it was declared a pandemic by the who it's been Um, An incredible time for all of us, time I don't think we'll ever forget. And we certainly have got a difficult six months ahead. And in the UK, we've gone into recession in the first two quarters of 2020. We look to be making some positive moves out of that. But the longer term impacts of everything that's gone on, in terms of lockdown, in terms of the economic impact, means that we do need to focus on our own personal resilience. We do need to look at how we're going to make our business more resilient so that it's robust for the future and we can grow through adversity. I'll be back with a a number of individual podcasts over the next few weeks leading up to the end of the year, going to look at things like psychology and leadership, uh, leading through recession or adverse conditions and and, and a number of other areas. So stay tuned, keep checking out for the podcast series. And then, as I say, we'll be back into interviews in 2021, 2021 so we've got some really great interviews lined up. But you take great care out there and let me know if I can help with anything. Um, But I hope you've enjoyed today. If you want to explore your leadership mindset in more detail why not complete our free leadership diagnostic at thetonybrooks.com and subscribe to this podcast to join us for future podcasts